Hey, this is Sarah and Jess, and we're here to talk about why our brains are such a mess. We're just two bipolar babes shouting out what everybody is so hush-hush about. So let's get into it with today's episode. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? Oh, I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. Here we are, sitting on a couch, yep. cross-legged. <laughs> well, my legs, only one of my legs is crossed, because I got, I got long legs, and they don't fit on the couch very well. That's fair. I've cramped mine into the couch under my being. Um, actually, I lied. I am not okay. I was up until four in the morning, and I'm exhausted, but here I am, and we're making it work. We're making it work. Yes. Okay. So when I hear person living with bipolar disorder up until four in the morning, like big, big warning bells go off in my head. So yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss. Um, I am, I am fine. I, um, in terms of my mental health, uh, nothing new to report just, you know, what the weather is sucking the life out of me, but <laughs> I'm still kicking. I'm still doing stuff. Um, but yeah, you, why you, you are up till four in the morning? I mean, so to be fair, it's Halloween. It is Halloween today. Yes. Um, not not obviously the, not the day we've released this, but the day we record this is yes, Halloween. It is Halloween. So last night I went to a drag show, which was super cool. Um, loved it. And then, um, stayed at a friend's and we just had stayed up until way too late, four in the morning. Um, and yeah. And then I went to sleep and I woke up at 10. So I got six hours of sleep, but I wasn't manic or anything like that, which I was actually really shocked because I drank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes when you drink, I mean, that, that kind of can lead you down more of a depressive path Mm -hmm. so it's almost like yeah it's almost like better that you didn't sleep like 12 hours I I, I know I'm not a doctor so I'm not 100% certain but like I'm just thinking so yeah so I'm definitely very tired I definitely just forgot what I was gonna say oh yeah depressed yeah I'm definitely a little depressed now after all that fun fun time and those what are they endorphins or whatever you call them um endorphins yeah from is that what they are from like laughing and yeah i think i think dopamine uh, no dopamine is yeah dopamine i think it's a, a little bit of both but yeah we're doctors we're we yeah i i mean i studied for years yeah so yeah dopamine and adrenaline yeah <laughs> no yeah. adrenaline i just added that one okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the two doctors sitting here. <laughs> you Honestly, it's probably better than Dr. Oz. Yeah. <laughs> we probably are getting more things correct. Oh my gosh. And that yeah, man Dr. is Oz. a surgeon. Like he's literally a brain surgeon. He can do, do not that, know that stuff. Yeah, but he yeah. Um, wants to be famous. Anyways, Anyways we, we're in the same place. We're in my, we're in my house. Yeah. We're in my, my um, living room slash music room slash pool room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i've also i'm also setting up a little bit of a nail studio here uh <laughs> you know just like have a lot of interests okay that's good to do it's yeah good to have. it's yeah. yeah um 
And so, yes, last night I was at a um, pole and aerial performance mm-hmm. series for my job. I was um, a social media manager there, so I was documenting it. Um, they were... It, it got a little messy, but mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people did did really beautiful performances, and that was great. Um, so that didn't go super late, but I I was I did teach for a couple hours, like three hours before that. So oh. I was a little bit I'm I'm a little tired, anyways. Yeah, that's a lot of movement. It's it is a like, lot of movement. It's a lot of like I don't I don't even know. I've never even done it before, but it's exhausting watching it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh, your whole body is moving and like yeah. It's but. so funny because I also like so before you came over, I was like, I'm so tired, I gotta wake up. And so you know what I did was I went um upside down. <laughs> so like sometimes I feel like movement wakes me up and oh. it keeps however, there was a big gap in between after the classes ended and when the show started. So I totally crashed in that middle there. Yeah, I definitely feel that I started moving my body in the mornings Mm. now at seven. So I go down to the little gym and I just sit on the bike for like 15 Mm -hmm. minutes and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like wake up because it's hard when you go like from your bed and then you go to the couch and then you work. Yeah. And then you go back to bed. That's really hard. That's not fun. Um, especially when you forget your medication. Oh yeah. I was going to tell you and I already told you, but I'll tell everybody else. Um, I didn't take medication for a week. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I didn't hear from you. Yeah. No, (laughs) no one did. (laughs) Jenna didn't hear from me and you didn't hear from me. My parents didn't hear from me. Like no one heard from me. Um, yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, and I thought I was okay. But it was actually really rough. And I did it because I moved and there's a new shoppers and um, I didn't transfer my prescription over. And that felt like a really daunting task. Mm -hmm. And I just could not bring myself to move the prescription over to the new pharmacy. And then when I got it to the new pharmacy, I couldn't bring myself to actually go to the pharmacy when it's like a 20 minute walk or like a 10 minute SkyTrain. But yeah, that's totally understandable to me. Yeah, I felt like a failure. I can I can understand why you would feel like that, but no. like, as you know, somebody living with um, mental illness, um, it's it's people can't really understand um, how daunting some things can become. Like, I, I I believe I mentioned in an episode that we may have released, we may not have released. Yeah, there's, um, there's those ones. Who knows? <laughs> um, that when I was in music school, I had to drop down to just like two classes I think or three classes yeah and I was I was doing some studying with some some guys and they were like you're only in three classes you're so lucky and I'm like okay but like I'm here working this is three three classes is hard for me like different stuff takes different amounts of energy depending on your brain and where you are and like yeah, so to to me that that made a lot of sense because yeah. I I felt I felt myself slipping, um, starting you know with the with the with the weather and the time of year, um, and so I missed. Okay, so I I missed a therapy appointment, a hair appointment, a physio appointment, uh, and oh, did I miss another thing too? Um, I 
basically like and I, of course you have to pay for all those things wow. you know even if you don't shop so yeah. I basically my memory was gone because it's not like I didn't know I had those things things but I wrote the wrong times down oh. which is so bizarre but basically my memory has gotten to a point um where I look on my phone and say okay this thing's at 2.30. And from the time I look at my phone to, like, looking at my whiteboard right there where I write stuff, I've already forgotten it's 2.30 and I write down 3. You know? Like, and so I felt a little bit like a failure, too, um, this past uh, week because I was like, I can't, how, how, how did I miss another thing? Like, mm-hmm. another thing, really? And... um. I missed multiple, I have two different physio appointments and I missed both of them. Um, anyways, I was able to go to, to one of them like via the phone. Yeah. And I talked to, I talked to my physio on the phone and I said like, you know, I think I'm going to have to go back to having Greg getting reminders for my appointments. Yeah. And that's what I used to do. And we like to think about recovery is a straight line and like I don't I'm not I don't have to deal with that stuff anymore like I, now my brain works better and I don't you know and I can get my medication and I can remember stuff and show up to stuff and and then some, but the thing is the recovery is not a straight line no. and you can slip um back to you know you can go back to places where you know what I think it's time for me to ask for help again mm-hmm. for this stuff and that's what I you know I had to I had to say Hey, like, um, I'm struggling, uh, my memory, I just, I can't even explain it, but I've written down the literal wrong times for all of these appointments. And so I, um, I need to, yeah, I need to like loop my partner in on this so Mm -hmm. that he knows because he's going to see that I've written it down on this big white board thing that I have and he's going to be like that's the wrong time yeah, yeah. oh I, I even missed a a, cla- a live class with one of my my a live stretch class with one of my friends too it was oh. just like I, my brain didn't work anyways yeah. that was what what my brain was doing while your brain was uh overwhelmed too overwhelmed to go to the too overwhelmed yeah. to get medication which is stupid so now it is not stupid not stupid not stupid but I just I just still you know it's just you got that self-stigma where you're like come on I'm like come on come on girl like you could do it but it's a new place and it's a new shoppers and it's farther and so I'm gonna do um prescription delivery oh good yes yes yeah Okay, I'm loving it. We're finding solutions. Finding solutions. Yes. Yeah. And Nolan was like, we can we cannot do that again. And I'm like, yes. And I found that during that week, I was also uh, drinking during the week. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. I was like having a glass of wine here, having a couple of glasses of wine there. And then like on the weekend, I like had a bunch of sangria and it was just... Yeah. And it was just bad and I was not treating my brain or my body right. And like I've just been... Not like spiraling, but definitely withering. withering. (laughs) Yes, I've been withering. Um, My mental health has been withering. And I can only, I only have capacity for work. And like Mm -hmm. trying not to, like trying to mask that at work. Oh yeah. And it's exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting. Yes. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
gay us for being honest and letting y'all know (laughs) exactly how it is because we i don't know i find that do you ever get that like a lot of folks like oh i guess you do um will come to you and be like oh like you're mentally ill so i'm going to like tell you all of my like all my challenges or like concerns and then hopefully you can fix it for me. Like, you mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. would know. You would know. And it's like, yeah, we know. But, like, we're going up and down ourselves. And, like, we yeah. don't we don't have all the answers. Like, we might come across as, like, yes, I've had bipolar for, what, 10 years. But that doesn't mean I, like, figured it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have anything figured out. Like, this podcast is just us doing talk therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like... There's certainly, like, things that I could say, like, oh, you know, basics, basics that I could lay down for people and that I do lay down for people, but, like, a lot of times the answers for things are, like, not things people want to hear as well. So, you know, people are like, how do I deal with, how do I get, you know, this? How do I get this kind of help? How do I deal with this kind of thing? And the thing is, like, oh, it's really hard and there's a lot of steps and it might not work. And so, you know, that's the kind of stuff that even to just give that advice is a little bit um, draining because you're like, okay, okay, so. (laughs) I'm going to give you bad news. (laughs) Yeah, here's the bad news first. But, like, that is – and that is, like, why – I think it's just so easy to be like a charlatan in this business because obviously it would be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just take this uh, vitamin supplement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Here's the link. Go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, instead of being like, okay, so. um, (laughs) First of all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a bunch of things and they might not work. Yeah. And and so that's, yeah, yeah, I, I feel that. And so I definitely... I don't know how helpful I've been to other people over the past few weeks, but I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Sometimes I'm like, yo, I can't deal with anyone else's shit. I can't deal with my <laughs> own shit. <laughs> you know, like, I can't. like, I just need a break. I need a break. And drinking is not a break, though it feels like a break in the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do if um, my clonazepam would ran out you know like that's something that I would probably do just to be like or or like you know I don't know dabble in neocitrin or just like something something like to bring things down a little bit because yeah that it's hard without the medication yeah I definitely went like a day without medication um one of these one of these weeks and it was it was really I was like I feel terrible and then oh. Greg messaged me he's like hey did you not take your medication I'm like oh, I guess not if it's still on the kitchen counter then no I didn't yeah I always forget like with my medication I always sometimes I'm like did I take it and then sometimes I'll take it at night and I'm like oh did I already take it oh my gosh I just took double what I need to take am I gonna die in my sleep Mm -hmm. that was dark but still Mm -hmm. it's like am I like am I gonna be okay am I gonna like wake up because it's a mood stabilizer and it makes you super drowsy Mm -hmm. um what is it Dival Pro X and it makes you like super super drowsy so I'm already drowsy from it. I can only imagine what double it would be. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. I've definitely, and like, so that's the reason why now we have, like, we, <laughs> me and Greg, we have a very, like, systematic thing where 
I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then like mm. four little slots for everything because I would always be like, take my pill, immediately forget if I've taken my pill. Yeah. Take it again. Or be like, well, I don't want to take yes. two because that's scary, so I'm not going to take any. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, what I always do. Yeah. So that's something that totally, I, I, we had to deal, we, we had to deal with that last year, I think, where it was like, okay, we'll have a whole system. Because I think I, and also I, I did, I did the thing where I would take my night pills in the morning as well. And that would just like destroy my day. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Or like I would drink and then I couldn't have my, take my night pills because I had drank Mm -hmm. and I was nervous to Mm -hmm. mix that. And I was, so then I'd go without mood stabilizers for the next day Mm -hmm. and then you're hungover and moody and Mm -hmm. then you can't take your morning ones Mm -hmm. and then. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm playing catch up right now. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because, um, I mean, it's not that funny. But uh, you were like, I haven't taken my meds all week, la, la, la. And then um, our mutual friend Jenna was like having a hard time too. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, like now I know Jenna's having a hard time. So she... She probably can't help Jessica. I'm like, who can help Jessica? I'm like, is it me? Do I have to help Jessica? I feel overwhelmed. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, should I go over to her house right now and help her? But I, I'm so sorry I didn't. I was a little. No, I was no, I was fine. I was yeah. well, I wasn't fine, but I was, um, I was living. But I just if you, wasn't living my best life. If you need, if you needed me to, I totally would have come over. That's fair. Yeah, I would have. I would have asked. Yeah, you for yeah. Sure. I was like, I, I was like, like I don't I know. I was like, she. That's what I, that I messaged you. Yeah, I, yeah. and I said like, is Je- like I like was like listing your friends. Like, what yeah, about yeah. this person? What about this You're person? Like, what about Jess? Yeah. I'm like, what about this person? What about that? And I was like, no, everyone's busy. Everyone's going through a lot of stuff right now. It it's is a very a, dark time. It's a, tough, it's a tough time. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, I don't know if I could go and help. I mean, I totally, I totally would if you needed me to. I think I just needed a blankie. <laughs> yeah. I need a blankie and not to work. Also, the um, I, I don't know where anyone is listening to this from, but the vaccine rollout mandate mm-hmm, happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And being an HR, that's a big thing to take on on top of your job. Um, so it was also I was unmedicated doing double the work at work. Yeah, so, I remember last time yeah. you talked to me, you said you were doing that, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds terrible." It and then it's fucked. And then yeah. I just had, and then I just stopped hearing from you. So I was like, oh, I guess <laughs> that didn't go well." Yeah, my case manager stopped. Like my mental health case manager didn't hear from me for like two months, and she was like, "I was gonna come to your house. Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> Lies. Yes lies but yes I do lie to her sometimes because I feel like she's judging me and I feel like I need to impress her Uh so that she leaves me alone but I don't want her to leave me alone but I don't like her yeah anyways I know I know yeah Yeah. that's a it's a weird thing where you're like I need you to think that I need some help but not not too much help because then you take me to the hospital, but some, otherwise you're going to cut me off of my resources. So yeah. just like a very bad, yeah, I got to get in this balance. Very calculated, mentally ill situation. It's like how much do you like tell people about Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if I say this thing, are you going to call the ambulance? 
Like, or yeah. like, are you, or like, if I tell you I did this, are you going to be like, oh, so you're fine. Well, never mind. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Anyways, we were going to do like a, we were going to do a, a subject today. Like a, we were going to focus in. Yeah, we are going to do a subject. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're good to do it. We're good to do we're good to do a subject. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The subject so we we were just chatting and this came up organically. Um which is just so Halloween just happened slash it is today. Mm-hmm. Um and I was talking about how I um don't appreciate it when people dress up as like mental patients for mm-hmm. Halloween as like a scary thing. Um, and like, or when people dress up as celebrities who are experiencing mental illness, but or have inc- passed or have, yeah, or like, yeah, or have passed and, and, and were experiencing mental illness and have that be a big part, especially if have that be a big part of their, their costume. Yeah. Um, like in any way making mental illness, either a joke or making it a, uh, scary thing it just is gonna add to the stigma and it's just like we just already have so much stigma and i i don't want to sound like one of those people who's like you can't do this and you can't do that but i'm just saying from my point of view it makes me uncomfortable when i see you know somebody dressed up as like a sexy uh mental patient with like half of a straight jacket on yeah and then you're like I don't, you know, I don't know, like, people are still, people get restrained all the time because the Mental Health Act can have you declared so that you, your, your judgment is, is no longer considered, I don't know the Mental Health Act well enough, but I, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've had it declared upon me yeah. and when they're like, nope, you don't get to say you're going here. And, yeah. and like, you know, yeah, you, and like you said, you've been restrained before and like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not, it's not pleasant. And like, you know, this is like a really traumatic thing that happens to people. And, uh, so it's just really strange that people dress up like that for Halloween. Yeah. Like, um, being strapped to a bed is not, sexy i mean it can be sexy but it's not sexy in this situation no yeah you're right not the situation we're talking about yeah um yeah so please don't i guess halloween is like now and over um please don't go out as sexy mental patients because there's nothing sexy about that or as like just super creepy so it's like that too like okay like yeah. you mentioned the joker mm-hmm. so i watched the joker for the first time ever and i only got through like 35 minutes of it like i think me too probably 35 minutes and i was like and i kept like i have a small bladder so i kept like going to the bathroom (laughs) and i was like coming in and out of the bathroom and i was drinking a lot of water and i like kept turning to nolan and i was like I feel so bad for the Joker. I'm like, no wonder. No wonder. What? This is awful. And like, yeah. he's like, he's like the worst uh, villain and blah, 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 blah. And he's like trying to tell me about like how he's a villain and stuff. And I'm like, do you not see how he was treated? And like, yeah. he's not well. And like, I got like really like into the weeds about it. Um, but. Well, and here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing is that I know that the jo- the movie that I, I had an issue with the movie The Joker 
and I know that it's the whole point is it's supposed to humanize him and you're supposed to feel bad for him. But also, um, the reality is it shows somebody who's experiencing psychosis. Yes. So he's probably living with schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or something yep. that would re- something where the symptom is psychosis because he has delusions and hallucinations and all of, all of those things are demonstrated in the show mm-hmm. in the movie and then he ends up as a mass murderer villain that we you know that we already know he's going to yeah. end up to be a, a an a, in, an insane villain and um that is just like Oh, and Harley Quinn apparently has a personality disorder. And I'm like, oh, yeah. and I, I Googled it because I like, I haven't watched these movies or these films. And I'm like, oh, Harley Quinn. I'm like, that looks like a cute costume. Like, let me look mm. it up. And then I like, I know I'm so nerd. Like, ugh, I can't believe I don't know anything about this. But I looked it up and I was, and then it said, is Harley Quinn schizophrenic? And then I started seeing all of these, like, what mental health, like, and what illness mm-hmm. does she have? And I was like, what? And then I looked into it and it was like, uh, Harley Quinn has something personality disorder. And I was like, great. Remember when I couldn't like mm-hmm. accept that I had yeah. the personality disorder? I'm like, mm-hmm. it's situations like that. Like, mm-hmm. and like, yes, sexy personality disorder. Like, you know, like, it's just like, oh, yeah, well, guys. and I mean, so like, I've always kind of had a problem with like the Harley Quinn and the Joker situation because also Harley Quinn was a psychiatrist, was his psychiatrist. And there's a lot of situations where, um, in, in, in film where psychiatrists are the, either the, the villains or like the, the insane person in, in this, the universe of the movie like ends up bringing the psychiatrist over to their side or the like it's just like what i said about the joker is this movie would be fine mm-hmm. if there were also a hundred other movies about a schizophrenic person taking their meds mm-hmm. and like doing other things mm-hmm. but there's not mm-hmm. so like yeah it's like you know there is something really like like he writes in his journal what does he write that um, he has? There's a great quote from the from the Joker movie. It's the worst part about mental illness. Do you know it? Oh yeah, yeah, about? yeah. That was from the beginning of the movie. Uh, uh, the worst part about mental illness is people expect you to be fine or, or, or yeah. to act like you don't have it. Yeah, to act like you don't have it, which is so which is true. Yeah, and so it clearly the hard. people who wrote that like they they understand mental illness. So that's why, for me, the Joker's this weird, like, um, sort of like, okay, it, you, you are humanizing this person, this person, and you are, and it's absolutely correct that that is one of the worst parts of mental illness, and yeah. yet, and yet, you know, yeah, we, I don't think the world is ready to have, you know, a movie like this, and and I. As I was watching it, I was like looking up. Um, I was looking up reviews and like, is the Joker like stigmatizing? And I was like wanting to see what other people thought. And I think it's like a pretty mixed, uh, depend depending on who you are, mm-hmm. whatever your opinion is. But for me, and especially as like a person who worked for the BC Schizophrenia Society and like has just thought a lot about. Um, 
psychosis and and seeing a lot of like how teenagers view psychosis Mm -hmm. and then how psychosis can affect families like just it's really dangerous to glamorize it in a way but not even glamorize it but to like it's like to villainize it. to villainize it yeah yeah and like yeah, yeah he's he's it's like a glam villain yeah he's he's the hero or like he's the he's the anti-hero of the movie yeah but he is a villain in the in the universe that he's in and like even though we're like okay yeah we get it yeah he, he his like we feel bad for him like this is but then, obviously, by the end, you can't feel bad for him because he's, like, doing horrible things. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that that is not how it normally works with schizophrenia, though. Like, no. it's not... You, usually, you don't, like, meet, see a schizophrenic person and be like, oh, people are being mean to that person. And um, they're, they're alone and they have a bad family life. And, whoa, they have now become a mass murderer supervillain like you know like that's so it's 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 quite realistic mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. and then like bam we're in we're in like batman world and we go from like trying to create a relatable character with very real mental illness symptoms yeah. to a supervillain from a comic book and i just there's not enough education, I don't think, for if we have if this movie is going to come out and like win awards and be like people's favorite movies. I feel like also somebody needs to pay for maybe me, maybe somebody <laughs> to go around and make sure that everyone understands psychosis yeah. and understands what act- people with psychosis are actually like, you know? I think also like there was one show, I think I told you, that it was a someone going through mania, mm-hmm. going through a manic episode, and I felt really uncomfortable, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is very relatable. Like, this mm-hmm. is, like, very, like, it hits home. Like, I, you see yourself in that character, mm-hmm. and it was depicted so well um, and so accurate, and then he was, he kind of came out to his friends, and he started crying, and he's like, guys like I have bipolar like it's Mm -hmm. called mania like I have bipolar I can't help it Mm -hmm. and the love that he received from his friends like in that episode and they're like oh yeah no problem just like let us know what you need and then how they not treated him differently but how they like adapted and adjusted to make life a little easier and the friendship easier for this person with bipolar was like really wholesome well that's like, great wow. and like we need, we need more that's what we it. need yeah we yeah. need more of that so that for every like <sighs> for every two-hour movie there was a 10-minute clip of that yeah. you know what i mean yeah exactly <laughs> because it's like i mean if you think about it like okay yeah the joker that the more recent movie goes into specifics of like his mental illness and stuff but like mm-hmm. that character I mean, uh, psychosis and him seeing a psychiatrist and Harley Quinn being his psychiatrist and, like, that whole thing. Like, that that has been part of the lore since it started. Mm -hmm. And, like, I would say, like, a huge amount of movie villains are probably, like, as what we might diagnose as um, some sort of mentally ill person. And so... 
if we are gonna at, in say okay movie like like it's cool to to say that like mentally ill people are basically movie villains but also we're trying to like humanize mentally ill people yeah it's just like it's just a hard thing to do while we continue to have like um just quite a few quite a lot of uh very stigmatizing portrayals in uh you know in pop culture Mm -hmm. like it's it's and like i it's getting better for sure it's Mm -hmm, getting better mm -hmm. but i when i just you know when you see stuff like people dressing up like mental patients or 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 yeah when i watched the i watched the joker and i was like i don't know i don't think i can do this Mm -hmm. um yeah then then you're kind of like reminded oh yeah you know we've come really far but we still have so much to go like oh my gosh yeah it's just it's too bad and I think like the more I think about it now while you were talking like the whole like Harley Quinn being his psychiatrist and like then that turning into like this like sexy love interest thing like it's also like a relationship it's also like fetishizing and like a little bit Mm -hmm. like a person with a mental illness who's like vulnerable in a sense when you know like it's kind of it's kind of dirty it's kind of weird well like and then that's another thing it's like i you see that i wish that we we should have some some comic book people on here because (laughs) i'm like i can i I know we're saying a bunch of things that are probably incorrect about the like the main lore but i would say like just from like an outsider's perspective who doesn't know much about the comic, who doesn't know much about the movie, but like the reputation, I should say, the reputation of that relationship that folks mm-hmm. know is what I know, or what you know, mm-hmm. and that's what is being portrayed. Right, and that's what, yeah, and, and like the the really deep in the weeds stuff, like people are not, not everyone's going to know that stuff. No. But as far as I understand, like if we think about, you know, uh, a female, a super sexy female psychiatrist having a relationship with a male patient, mm-hmm. like, like that's super inappropriate. And like if, if a male psychiatrist is having a, a relationship with his female patient, like that's you, inappropriate. Might, you might, you might notice more that that's super inappropriate. But yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe that is how it plays in the comics. All I'm saying is like, there's a lot of stuff out there a lot of content about mental illness Mm -hmm. and not a lot of education Mm -hmm. so that's what we've that's what we've we're up against and i and just it really comes out around halloween because um not only do you have like those characters like i'm psycho and i i'm gonna you know like i'm uh, that makes me very scary but you also have the fear and the horror of the insane asylum which is like a great place to put a horror movie a great place to like make you know go and be really scared and feel think oh this place is definitely haunted and and again with the per- the person in the straight jacket like yeah and like t- the haunted the haunted hospital the haunted hospital like that that thing now the thing is yes um human beings with mental illness and other things yeah. were horribly mistreated yeah. in the past and 
continue to be in the in the present, especially in other parts of the world. But like, are we ready to make that a fun house? Like, like we clear, like everyone's so like, yeah, like, oh man, let's make a horror movie about like a regular person getting trapped in an insane asylum. Can you imagine? But it's like actually all those people there are human beings and like, you know, it's, uh, it's awful. Um, and, and I would just say like a group of people, a group of people's trauma shouldn't be a fun scary trope you know like like this is like all of our the history of people like us have like especially over when you go back more than 100 years like it's just being locked away it's just being and like it's being having your really horrible things done to you Mm -hmm. um and not being seen as a human and um you know, we're, we're pretty aware when it comes to other tragedies that mm-hmm. it's inappropriate to, like, use that as, like, a fun, uh, spooky thing. Like, yeah. ooh, spooky, whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring in an example because it's too cliche. But, um, but, like, yeah, so, so when you think about, uh, in, these insane asylums or whatever they were, they're called at the time, I, sanatoriums, um, like just remember that like that's I and I know everyone who listens is totally you know that nobody nobody's like ooh it's so fun and spooky um you know cuz I I feel like people who who listen who have experience with mental illness uh are aware that like it, the treatment is 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 very difficult and and then we're like you know that we're not that far along in terms of getting lots of respect and, and good yeah. treatment so yeah I find that when yeah. you tell someone you're mentally ill they take one step back sometimes yeah, and yeah. like and it's because of situations like that yeah and it's very sad and I think instead we should be leaning in if someone mm-hmm. says that they have a mental illness oh okay mm-hmm. tell me more or don't tell me more or how can I support you or how do you communicate or mm-hmm. you know like let's normalize it not just mm-hmm. like ooh scary yeah. One day you might kill me. One like, day, no. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, one day you might kill me. No. Or one day, like, and this is, I think, the thing that people are afraid of is the idea that you completely lose, you can completely lose all sense of reality. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, lots of different people can experience psychosis. Um, and, like, othering those people is not helpful because it could be you. Like mm-hmm. psychosis can also be experienced due to like grief or mm-hmm. a f- high fever or yeah. drugs. Like so so just saying like oh there's those people out there in the world who have uh, experienced psychosis and like we better make sure that they're, you know, someone keeps an eye on them when it, like it could be you. Like it could it, it's it's way more common than people think mm-hmm. and it's not exact. It doesn't always look the same. Like, I mean, I think that the, the main thing is that people lose touch with reality to mm-hmm. a certain uh, extent, but it's not always the same and it's not always dangerous either. Mm-hmm. Um, and occasionally it is dangerous. And, and we, of course we can point to many, um, real life cases of, of mentally ill people who weren't treated, but that's the thing who weren't 
treated. But they also, treated. like, that's all we hear in, like, media. And yeah, that's all we you're hear not in gonna, the news. Like, you're not going to hear about, like, the two bipolar girls that are just living their lives and yeah. have a podcast. You're going to hear about the, oh, the bipolar person that, like killed this person and like ah scary like watch out there's a mentally ill person uh-huh. out there that's like doing bad harmful things and it's like well what about all the like there's 25 percent of us out there like we make up a quarter of the population yeah like what like what do you think like we, there would be a lot more crime <laughs> yeah and like and then so then that's where like things like bipolar and um uh, schizophrenia and then also personality disorders as well yeah. get an extra special little um, stigma mm-hmm. because you can experience, I mean, but the thing people don't understand is you can also experience psychosis with depression, but yeah. um, it's just like the thing is um, it's just so not helpful to add fear there yeah because chances are like if you add fear and then you just dis- you discover that you have like like we've like like we have both like of us have, have that you have that thing yeah you're not going to want to admit it you're not going to want to get help and the the longer it takes for you to get help honestly the more dangerous it is mostly for yourself but like if you if what what you really want is for people to be treated and for nobody to be a casualty of mental illness then you want to destigmatize it so everyone can get their treatment oh my god yeah and put more money into it yeah put more money into that funding fund for it yes. like stop taking away our funding yeah 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 no i oof. i i think people don't people don't think about that and one kid one kid at one time when i was doing a show raised his hand and he's like why do we only hear about, like, all, the only schizophrenic people I hear about are people, like, scary people on the news. You know, and I did say, like, you know, it's just, like, why would you hear about a person who's just taking their medication and doing what they can? It's not very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of our, um, a lot of our worldview is kind of shaped that way of, like, mm-hmm. what gets attention. So, like, yeah, for example, that, like, crime is you know, at an all-time low or whatever. But, of course, like, a lot of times people think, oh, my gosh, crime is going up because they're not going to re- report, like, yeah. things are fine. Yeah. And it is important to know about the things that are going wrong. But you ha- if, if you just have that media diet or a social media diet of, like, outrage and, like, things that are bad, mm-hmm. then you're going to have kind of an unbalanced um, view of the world. Mm-hmm. And... I think a lot of a lot of young people really really do and mm-hmm. it takes a bit to understand but if you're a young person and so then and you potentially could be diagnosed with something like this in the future like it's just really important that so if you are around young people to really uh, educate them because the rest of the world is going to educate them in like the wrong way they're going to show them the stigma they're mm-hmm. going to be like yeah, like, I yeah. mean, if you think about the most, one of the most, like, iconic horror movies ever, it's like Psycho. Um, you don't know? No. You don't know Psycho? No. You never heard of Psycho? No. Whoa. 
Yeah, I don't watch scary movies. I watch Anastasia on repeat. I know, but like this is <laughs> a cultural know. phenomenon. I no. Yeah, okay, but you know of Alfred Hitchcock? No, you've never heard? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have no. Like, why are you laughing? I have no idea. I don't know. I just. I never would have. I guess. I. I guess that's. I mean, it's totally fine that you don't know who that oh, is. Okay. It's just. It's just shocking because I. You know. You don't listen to as many um, odd fact podcasts as I do. That's what it is. No. I, I know a lot of odd facts about Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the person who was a pioneer in horror. But one of the biggest horror movies called Psycho. Mm. Um, and it's like, you'll know the soundtrack. It's like, Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. So... There's a lot of things that they, he sort of pioneered there. Um, but I was watching uh, ContraPoint's video on J.K. Rowling and about um, how trans people have been, you know, some of the most feared villains. Mm. Um, and so, for example, Psycho, Psycho involves a man dressed as a woman killing a woman in a bathroom so like if you think about like how that can affect the world's perception of trans women in bathrooms like and so then but then also um psycho um the the killer uh is well is has psychosis like in this in that situation that i know sometimes psycho can mean psychopath but in that situation that person has psychosis they have delusions they are like Mm -hmm. they think something else is real like that that a dead person is alive and that they can talk to them and la 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 and so and like that is the scariest thing ever for these for these people who are watching this and they're new to horror like horror as a genre isn't really big and so everyone was like you gotta keep the when psycho came out everyone's like you can't tell the ending of psycho like because they wanted everyone wanted to be shocked in the theaters and stuff. you gotta gotta keep it a secret but like the surprise when you i mean it's now cliche which is just like oh it's just a person who's mentally ill (laughs) they're mentally ill like that's interesting okay you know, and and so that's, I mean, obviously it's more, there's more to it than the, than that, but yeah, it's a man in a dress who is having delusions, and I think you Why can is see that scary? how, well, like, I mean, because he, he's he, also a murderer. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah okay, okay, but I mean, like, like, if we break it down. Yes, I mean, and, and like, oh, talking, he's. He think like I think delusions. The idea of a delusion is very scary. The idea of a hallucination is very scary. And like, you know, you think you're dealing with a regular kind of person, and then you find out that this person is not all there. They think they're living in a totally different world. I can mm-hmm. see how that's like shocking and scary. And trust us, it's very shocking and scary to be that person and oh, to live in a different God. Yeah. world and yeah. be like. Oh my goodness. Um, We're scared. We're scared. It's it's, it's happening to us and we are scared. And you are scared? Yeah. Give me a break. I am scared. It's like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just like flip, flip the script on that a bit and be like, and I'm sure, and I think at this point, you know, there, there, there is a TV show about, um, 
that there's a TV show about the history of that killer as well. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's called Bates Motel or something like that. Or, oh, I've heard of that yeah. show. Yeah, so it's kind of like, talk. I think that maybe is similar to The Joker, where it's like humanizing that serial that serial killer, but like at the same time, I don't, and I didn't watch that show, but it, but it's like, that's what it comes down to. This person probably has a personality disorder and, and, and psychosis. Mm -hmm. And that's like the most famous, you know, horror movie and where a lot of horror comes from. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, a lot of these things that are stigmatized, like being trans being queer, being mentally ill. Yeah. Like, you see those in villains. You see those in horror movies. We're yeah. afraid of them as a society. Yeah. And, like, God forbid you're like us and you're queer and mm. mentally ill. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are the scariest. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the, so there's just so uh. much. Yeah. There's there's so much. Um, I it's kind of ruined a lot of movies for me because I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure that person just needs like some therapy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what they need? DBT. Yeah. <laughs> DBT. Yeah. yeah. Can we just give that person some DBT and that person some DBT and then it'll be, it'll be totally You fine. need to hold an ice cube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that like Halloween was so like wrapped up with mental illness to that extent. Like I mean, who would have thought like starting talking about our podcast today that it was going to end up, I had no idea it was going to end up this way. <laughs> yeah. And like Halloween, all, I mean, there's so, there's so, so, so much to it. Yeah. But if you just, but like thinking about horror movies specifically and you just think about like those, it's like people who do things that we cannot understand because they live in their brain is different and mm -hmm. and sometimes the thing things are you know super horrible dark dark um but like far far more common for people experiencing psychosis to hurt themselves mm, than, than others hurt anyone else. yeah like, yeah like when i say far more common i mean like like it's it, it's not even close. Like, yeah. Like, he's like, I think it's less than 3% of people with psychosis um, uh, experience violence, hmm. violent tendencies uh, when treated. So it's like, you... And do you find that people always think that because you're bipolar, you're violent? Like, do you ever get that? Like, I get, like, a lot of times, like, oh, you were violent because you were bipolar. And sometimes I don't know, because I'm like, no, I think I was violent because... I didn't understand, I, I was, you know, like, I experienced trauma, and that was my way of yes. processing that trauma, and, like, yeah, exerting that. Yeah, um, I was a violent child, and I, I, but I don't think that, like, the signs of bipolar generally show up when you're, like, five, and I think it's just absolutely, yeah. because I was violently treated violently by a parent and then that's how you learn how to deal with emotions is mm -hmm, by mm -hmm. watching your parents and so you know whether that the violence we learned was from people experiencing bipolar disorder mm -hmm. maybe but um i also think it's important to to remember that like for men 
I've, I've talked to a bunch of people who have dated men with bipolar disorder and mm. I think violence is like a much bigger thing there. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that like that bipolar makes you violent. I mm. think it makes you feel a lot of things. And in this society, men are allowed to express aggression and violence. Like that's how they're allowed to be angry. They're not allowed mm-hmm. to be sad. They're not allowed to be, you know, like, you know, with, with women, you, you know, being emotional, that's part of what we are or whatever. So, so if, if you think about, yeah. So if you think about like, okay, I'm going to cry all day and just be like completely beside myself. Maybe a man in my exact same situation would be keeping it in, keeping it in, keeping it, keeping it in and then exploding, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's the same thing. Um, and like, especially, I mean, yeah, especially when you add like a mood disorder, mania, yeah, any, anything like that where you give energy and adrenaline, like, yeah, like I've, yeah, it's, it's really hard to, to untangle it from trauma, but I just think like, yeah, when you, when you really look at, um, uh, when you really look at like, say school shooters or, you know, some, some group of people that we always bring up mental health when that happens yeah we gotta, we gotta talk about mental health we gotta talk about mental health it's like i mean yes we should always be talking about mental health yeah but um the vast uh, the, the thing that is similar um in in the vast majority of school shooters is that is that they're male so mm-hmm. like can we all can we look at like toxic masculinity can mm-hmm. we like can we do that and also of course in ter- because of, i'm talking about the states here um mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. can we also look at like gun violence because our gun control those are things that are also important to bring up um but again that's like very like again also very rare very yeah very rare like yeah very yeah. rare and like these are things that that stand out to people. This is when we when we start talking about mental health is when we talk about like people who do really violent things. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we don't talk about it when we talk about war. We don't mm-hmm. talk about it when we talk about like yeah. you know, like other acts of violence. And we only talk about it when it's either bad, bad news, and then also on World Mental Health Day. Yes. And the Bell Let's Talk Day. Yeah. Where everyone shares a story, which is cool, which is great. But like, and then we forget. Mm-hmm. And then what happened to everybody who, you know, came out and said, you know, this is what I'm going through. Like, do we check up on them? Do we talk to them? Mm-hmm. Do we only check in on everybody once a year? Yeah. Anyways, I could go on about that, but mm-hmm. I think I'm withering. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You yeah. said you were withering when you when we started. Yeah. Y'all, I'm withering away. Yeah. I think that, that, I don't know. I, I, this is, I feel like I went on some rants and. I was, I I was feeling it. I was actually, I was happy that you were going on rants because I was like, I am withering and (laughs) you are talking. Yes. You bring in some social justice pieces and I'm like, let me tell you. (laughs) Especially psychosis. I was trained to, I, I. I like that. That was my job. I can quote statistics because 
I had to memorize a script full of statistics. Yeah, and I also That's fun. had to explain them to teenagers so I can generally break them down. Breaking down about psychosis. Yes. Yeah. But but Halloween is over now. Halloween is over. I tried to put out um, holiday decorations yesterday and um, slowly, like just like around the house. Um, and then I would like take photos of my face and like look at Nolan. Anyways, Nolan saw them and he got upset and he's like, it's a, it's a, it's not even Halloween. Why are you putting these out? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. Um, (laughs) but yeah, with that being said, um, yeah, Halloween is over. (laughs) So I'm just going to do the, you know what time it is. Withering. Um, (laughs) Please uh, rate our podcast. That would be really great. Give us some feedback, um, only positive feedback. And yeah, give us some stars. Give us maybe four, maybe even five. Don't give us two. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And our Instagram is hushpod, H-U-S-H-U-S-H-P-O-D. And that's on Instagram. We do have a TikTok that we have not been super active on but you can see some things on there and it is hushushpod at gmail.com if you want to ever be on the show so yes yeah let us know let us know so with that being said be kind to all those around you because you never know what someone might be going through and sprinkle love everywhere you go please bye bye Having a friend, but it is really no, so soothing like, because a I have a friend who's with you all the time. Yeah. yeah.